Welcome to the True Love is Within podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Hadeen. As always, this podcast is an opportunity to shift into love using intuition, insight, and compassion. I'll be demonstrating my healing technique, which is the witness energy healing, as we join with my friend and client, Trish, who is offered so graciously to share her journey with all of us listening along. How are you doing today, Trish? Oh, gosh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. Um, Nice, sunny, warm day here. Good sleep. Things looking reasonably okay. So always some ups ups and downs, but that's how it is here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, again, it's always good to celebrate the positives, to celebrate the things that are in the flow. As you know, this life here in the world, it's going to have its ups and its downs. It's just the way things are here. But the way that we respond to those ups and downs is what we always have control over. So we're just going to, again, support you in in finding the smoothest path through these hills and valleys. And uh, and I think we're going to have a little bit of fun as we do some healing work here today. So... Um, yeah, I'm getting the nudge for us to start off with the meditation. So let's go ahead and do that. Just letting yourself settle in to the moment. And remembering as you do so, that nothing upsetting has really happened. That through all the ups and downs that show up in our physical world, there is a constant state of peace. So on this meditation, as we rest here for a time, just doing the best to access that peace within. If you notice your mind wandering, just bring it back to this moment. Bring it back to the now. And taking some time in this state of inner stillness.
Okay, I'm then beginning to come back more fully into awareness of our surroundings. But bringing with us the sense of being present, being fully engaged, being fully aware of what's here and now. Okay. And also as we step into the healing for our our podcast today, really just remembering that um, we are supported and guided. All of our our spirit guide and helpers are, are really here with us, cheering us on, really celebrating every step forward that we take, and knowing that every... Uh, time we we do make a, a misstep into fear, that it's really just uh, a, a mistake that can be corrected, and nothing that requires judgment, nothing that requires uh, condemnation of any kind. So, as we're as we're going forward, um, I just wanted to share kind of a few of the things that were surfacing uh, during the meditation. And uh, and then we'll also do a bit of a check-in a little bit more fully with how you're doing lately. Um, but the energy that I was tuning into that feels like uh, we're going to do some healing work around it today is, is really in the upper abdomen. So when we look at the chakra systems, this area that's asking for healing is, is basically the upper third chakra. Uh, so the upper solar plexus chakra, and also the connection between that part of your energy and the heart chakra, which is your, your in your sternum. Um, so when this area is is asking for help, when there's something that's coming forward that's sort of blocked in around this area, it it has to do with our connection of our personal will, which is the third chakra, and our living from our truth, which is always connected to the heart. And there's a feeling of maybe finding a little bit of trouble actually taking action or or being consistent in your action around doing what you know is true or um, kind of following those internal impulses to um, really align with what you love. So we're going to go into that a bit more, but I just wanted to see how that, how that kind of resonates for you or what that brings up for you, Trish, when I say that. <clears throat> well, gosh, that feels, that feels pretty accurate. I, um, there's, there's sort of importance of change around aspects of my different jobs the part-time with one elder care client and then um, with uh, another part-time office manager job with a local um, affiliate of a national mental health group. Uh, so the with the office manager job, I'm not feeling really energetically as welcome. And there's um, new board members that I brought in and so I guess it's, I, I mean, I, I'm 
I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but I, do, I am feeling that energy that maybe this job won't continue. And then with elder care, um, things are always sort of changing with the clients. Um, I mean, if I followed my impulses, I wouldn't be doing any of these jobs, but I don't necessarily have anything to go to. Mm-hmm. So I've been, um, you know, finding um, the best, highest purposes in each that I can. So I think that there's change. And if I affirm or look at it, I mean, maybe this is, you know, all leading to something new or different, but it's awkward. And, um, you know, do I stay or do I go? And, <laughs> and it's sort of a void. Um, mm-hmm. There's always been kind of a void in the newness, and I'm not sure. I, mean, I can't. I don't think I can quit each, e- either of these at the moment either. So, yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, and I definitely agree with the, that assessment. It's it's not the kind of thing where you need to to kind of heave ho what's here until the new thing comes forward. Mm-hmm. So. You know, this kind of stepping into the new is something that we've been working on for a while. And even though there's sort of been excitement and there have been steps forward, there have been actions taken to engage and connect and to reach out, um, there's there's also kind of been this, this hanging back energy that's connected to to a good amount of it, too. And... Um, again, there's no judgment around this. This is really just sort of uh, noticing what's here and uh, permitting it to be named, to be seen, because that, that helps us to move through it into, into whatever the new dynamic is. Mm-hmm. So as we're talking, the, the energy of what's here and the energy of what's coming are, are showing themselves here and energy of what's here has this feeling of sort of a broken apart um, floor. You know, if, if you were in a place where the floor had actually broken apart, you might be standing on two different sections, but there's, there's this feeling it's not stable, it's not something that's going to hold out uh, indefinitely. Um, but the new energy that's coming in is, is like having your feet solidly on the ground. Mm-hmm. And feeling very secure, feeling feeling like um, you're ready, you're excited, you're totally on board with this new dynamic, this new new uh, job that's that's coming your way. So um, there's even this energy here as we're talking about this of slight skepticism. There's this feeling of, um, you know, well, when is it going to be here, right? We've been talking about uh, about this new energy that's coming, but the fact as you look in your life, it's like, okay, well, it's not there yet. Well, where Where is it going to come from? When When is it going to come? How long do I have to, you know, do healing work or, um, you know, step through issues before... It actually is is just a part of your new life, mm-hmm. and the answer that I get is is not long, but the okay. feeling that uh, is connected to that is like a moving through the hesitation, um, 
one of the things we learn from the Course is that the outer world is a reflection of our inner space, right? So yes. the outer world is just a projection of what's what's happening on the inside. Now, usually what we start to think of when we hear that is, well, I just need to think good thoughts, and then my outer world will be good too. And a lot of people try this. You know, this is pretty much what the, the Law of Attraction says uh, in its teaching. But the challenge is that we have a lot of unconscious thoughts and beliefs too. And it's really the sum total of all of our unconscious, including our conscious beliefs, that inform our life and the world and, and reveal themselves. So sometimes when we're on a healing journey, a part of our work is unearthing the pieces within us that are ready for the healing. And it's usually not a very pleasant part of our journey, right? To, to bring up feelings of inadequacy, to bring up feelings of, of shame or pain or past hurts and all the different ways that that can reveal themselves. But each time we heal another piece of it, we're actually changing our inner landscape, right? So yeah. we're letting more light shine through that inner space, and it will inevitably reveal itself in the outer world. To be super clear, this doesn't mean we're never going to have problems, you know, once we get to a certain point. But mm-hmm. What it does mean is that we have a new way of being with everything that reveals itself. And that's the journey that we're on, right? It's the journey to coming into that deeper state of awareness of what's going on in our inner, being able to witness these shadow beliefs and thoughts, but also not believing them, really starting to see them, but not be them. And and this experience with this sort of process of, of stepping into this new job it has this feeling of sort of like the birth process, right? The birth process takes a while. Um, it has its own gestation period. And, and you've been moving through the different stages of this, of this birthing process as well. So we're just going to support you on that and basically help um, to release some of, of this hesitation energy because it's going to help you really claim and embrace the truth that is revealing itself, even if it feels like it's just a little on the edge of actually showing up um, in your actual physical life. So when we talk about the energy of hesitation, um, we're going to go into this a bit more deeply, um, but I I also just get the sense... um, Let's see. But there's a little bit more for us to, to talk about before we dive into this. Um, okay. So it's interesting as I'm naming this hesitation energy, that's kind of what I'm feeling here. Like there's a little hesitation. Mm-hmm. Do we press forward? Do we do more of a check in? Um, even around the dynamics of this podcast, that energy of hesitation here is revealing itself. And how do we work with that? Well, we actually just let it be what it is. So um, let it, 
let's do a little bit more of a check-in around this as I'm naming it and bringing these pieces forward, Trish. What what are you noticing? What What's coming up for you? <clears throat> well, I... I do feel... I mean, you mentioned the word inadequate, and um, and I guess like around computer, computer skills, and I mean, when I there there's certain aspects, you know, of skill sets and jobs, and so I just I'm left in wonderment at times, you know, how how I will manage, because um, I haven't been in certain environments, so it you know it's traveling in what I call traveling in the unknown. And then um, it is always a surprise to me when people, you know, don't like me anymore or in a job situation. That that really doesn't happen that often. So I have been working, um, you know, with the course around that and had felt kind of, I could feel almost like going through the doorway where I could look at it all differently. Um, but it was, it's hard to sustain it, you know, each, each hour, each day kind of thing. Um, yet I know when that energy, I mean, I, I truly know when that energy shows up, it's, it, it really means change. I mean, how else will, would I keep moving if everything was comfortable? Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I, I work on feeling grateful that, you know, maybe this all means, you know, changes closer and, um, you know, yet there still is that hesitation. And I think it is around, um, uh, feeling competent and whatever it might be <laughs> because it's so unknown, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So just on the, on the very surface level, there's this feeling as I tune in around, you know, your energy and, and your different skill sets that you you know enough, right? You you know enough. <laughs> your strengths are strong enough that the things you still need to learn, the things that you might not be familiar with or at ease with, um, those are achievable. Those are things that you can kind of learn and put under your belt, and and sort of come out, you know, in, in even better shape than you started. <laughs> so that's the feeling I get energetically, but. But the doubt is is connected to that too, right? So, um, as we're talking about all this again, I just feel drawn back to this area, a little just below the rib cage. It's it's this feeling of a little queasiness. It's this feeling of um, just uncertainty, a little bit of shakiness. Um, the good news is that as we're naming this, it's already. It's already at the very beginning of the shift. And we're just going to dive into it more because uh, there's this is one of your patterns that shows up in different ways throughout your life. Um, but it also has been showing up in other lifetimes too. And we're going to look at a past life that's connected to this okay. in order for facilitating this healing. So... Again, the energy is, is really just this hesitance, and it's um, it's a strong energy of lacking faith in yourself. So, the the lifetime that's coming forward has this this very marked energy of 
your assessment of yourself is quite different than other people's assessment of you in a way where people actually see you as stronger and more capable than you see yourself um, in general. The exception in that lifetime was uh, your relationship with your mother in that life. Um, and this isn't uh, your mother from this lifetime. This is just uh-uh. the woman who is your mother that lifetime. And she she felt very inadequate in herself. And she basically sort of always had you pushing to do better, always always reaching higher, always grabbing for more. This feeling of um, pointing out every little mistake, even if the majority of what you were doing was right. Um, and there's this, there's this sense of developing in that lifetime a sense of over-focusing um, on what needs fixing, as opposed to spending much time in appreciation for what is right and what is helpful, what is already in good shape. So I get the sense that uh, a good part of this dynamic has already already healed and shifted between that lifetime and today, but uh, there still is more, and there's just more of this energy that's here. This really strong feeling of wanting her approval and really tying in the idea of her approval with uh, the energy of love and a feeling when she dis- disapproved in some way of you that it really was her way of saying she didn't love you. Um, so always needing to be more, always needing to be better. Um, this very, very kind of heavy cloak that carried forward even beyond uh, when you were with her. Um, and, and pieces of it are still here now. Mm-hmm. So as we talk about the energy of, an, of a new career, a new job, something coming your way connected to this, there's really an energy of, of kind of sadness. And I kind of get this worry or sadness uh, thought, something like, well, I wonder if, if I missed the boat. Um, and again, I'm not sure how conscious that thought is, but it feels like it's, it's in the mix. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, this energy doesn't necessarily have much to do with truth, right? It doesn't necessarily have much to do with how things are on the level of form, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, but it is, it is an energy of, of, something that you're tying into, something that you're holding on to. And as we're naming it, again, we're just bringing these thoughts and bringing these feelings forward into the light because um, just like every shadow, when it comes into the light, it ultimately melts away and is is gone. So the energy that's connected as we're doing the healing work here is... It's very intense anger and sadness and, and, and rage. Almost this feeling, how could you take this away from me? I need to have this perspective of myself, because otherwise I won't be pushing myself hard enough to go forward. I won't be um, using this as fuel to, to improve myself, which 
I think you you have done that uh, again, both in this lifetime and and many other lifetimes, using a sense of "I'm not enough" as an impetus to sort of push yourself forward. Uh, so the idea of of actually relinquishing the inadequacy, it feels like you're losing a possible tool for betterment. Um, and the interesting thing is, it's it's really not qu- quite the case. You know, you you have an inherent desire to learn and grow and be, you know, really connected to all of who you are. That energy will continue to move you into what you need to do. But it's a very different feeling around it. It's a feeling of uh, being nurtured, being held, being protected rather than one of feeling uh, pushed or, or manipulated or uh, judged as inadequate. So, um, yeah, again, there's still more energy connected to this that's, that's moving through, but let's check back in around how you're feeling around this. <clears throat> oh, gosh, this, I think this is really major. It's the first time that we've really touched deeply, I think, on it. And I think it may be a last piece. Um, it feels, you know, very, very accurate what you're saying and reporting. Um, so, I, yeah. Um, I think probably, you know, there's a fair amount that's conscious, but also a fair amount that's unconscious, because I don't really feel a rage around it, but I can imagine that in the unconscious, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, um. Yeah. So, as usual, some of the things that we name, you're going to be feeling on on that awareness level. Other things are going to be shifting below the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. The healing is happening in both cases. Um, so, we're just going to allow it to keep moving through, keep unfolding. So the next energy that's surfacing around the shift is this very intense sadness. So this very intense sadness is coming forward, and it has the sense of just the, the pain of believing you're not enough for all this time. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's been so heavy. And again, like in that last lifetime, there's a there's a strong connection to this belief of not enough, to this idea that I am not worthy of love. Mm. And again, this feeling of not being worthy of love it may show up in parent-child relationships, um, may show up in romantic relationships. Um, at the very core. It's about your relationship with the divine itself. Mm-hmm. Gosh. And it's so deep and it's so heavy and it's so sad. But when we get to the very heart of it, we can actually see it's not real. So... The healing dynamic here is really staying with the emotion as much as it's up. 
but staying with it in a way that is not identifying ourself as it. Mm-hmm. And as we stay with it in this patient witnessing energy, the bigness of it really does start to release. And we really do come into this deep, deep sense knowing I cannot really be unloved. It's not really possible. And we get on a deeper level that any seeming occurrence of lack of love cannot be true. And as we're just in this space, what we're doing is we're just allowing the real to be here, which is love, which is peace, which is pure. And just letting everything that's not that, anything of the ego, anything of fear and judgment, it's like it just sort of drains away. And I sort of get this, the word leaching, you know, like something that might have been in the soil over time, it will leach out. And really that's what's happening is this false thought of fear, upset, anger, self-condemnation. As we continue to reinforce the thoughts of love and truth, it's just that old thought leaches out of the mind. We're just going to go even a little deeper. I'm going deeper into this space.
And there's just a very gentle and pure energy here. As an image of a king reclaiming his throne. And you are that king. You are that that divine presence that is returning to the rightful place within your mind. And those parts, those thoughts of fear and shame, which are not even worthy to be in the presence of that love, they basically kind of grovel away. And even as I'm talking about Trish on her journey, this is true for everyone listening to this recording. That when you step into the truth of what you are, fear cannot be sustained. And that's what this is all about. It's about coming into what is true within us. And setting aside what is not. And that's why this whole podcast is called True Love is Within. And as we've taken this journey today on this call, we've really started with the situation on the outer, helping to shift the outer world, our experience of what happens on a day-to-day level, moving through the inner emotions connected to that and all the way to the very depth of our being. 
And really what we're doing is we're creating our new place. It's sort of new to us in our experience, but it's very, very ancient. It's actually eternal. And this place of being becomes the new norm. And our old way of being, rooted in fear, judgment, and attack, just doesn't connect as much as it once did. So as always, it feels like a real beautiful time together with you, Trish. Thank you. And I think we're just going to let this space hang on, even perhaps beyond the podcast. So I'll just close by saying anyone who wants to reach out to me can find me online at my website, which is just my name, barretheddean.com. And I look forward to connecting with everyone again in a future podcast. Know that this love that you're feeling in this moment is your truth. Fear is nothing but an ancient memory, which we're getting better at not remembering. So have a beautiful rest of your day, Trish. And Yes, thank you. I will. Yeah. I look forward to connecting with you next time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, bye, everyone. Have a great day.